Hey, coming up in the Bruce Brothers podcast, we go through, is, is Mac Jones the best? Is he the best quarterback out there? Yeah, we'll have to find out. And, and Jason Tatum, is he going to win MVP this year? Yeah, yeah. First, Bell Jam. Leather, yellow, red, leather, yellow. Tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips. Tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips. One, two, three. Welcome, everybody, back to the Bruise Brothers Power Hour. We're here with week three content for y'all. Hope everyone had a wonderful week. We are excited to be back. Uh, Quick agenda for the pod today. Quick outline. Obviously, give a quick beef house update. Uh, Go over last week's matchups, preview this week's matchups, some injustices, some crimes against humanity, obviously our Bruise Brother of the Week. Beef of the Week. Bruise Brother of the Week. And our Wise Guys stuff. Wise Guys stuff. Wise Guys stuff. Cool. Take us away. Well, let's start with a quick Beef House update. As you all remember from last week, Chad and Deli, along with their co-owners, were in the Beef. Would you turn off your goddamn sound? All right, it's off. Chad, Deli, Sice, Bark, all in the Beef House, had some funny developments this week. We got got, you and I. Yep, we got got. We got got, and everyone needs to know. Obviously, we've been pushing for some reviews, so, you know. Smash that subscribe button. Rate and review, baby. Five stars. Uh, We came across a one-star review that said something about Deli sucking and... No, it was about Kellen Mond. About Kellen Mond sucking. That's what it was. Kellen Mond sucks. Signed, Chad Color. Signed, Chad Color. So I reach out to Chad. I'm like, hey, man, hilarious review. I love it. Don't change a thing except bump that one star to a five star. We can't be having one stars. We only had five ratings. You're clearly jealous about Kellen Mond and upset. Clearly. So I'm I'm giving Chad the business. Yeah. Giving him the business. Turns out he's like, what review? I'm like, your review. What do you mean? Turns out he didn't leave it. Crying his eyes out, laughing face emoji. Exactly. Deli left the review, signed it, Chad, duped us all. Duped us all. Deli, I confront Deli, denies it multiple times, <laughs> and then just gives in. He had me. Yeah, Unbelievable. I, I wasn't sure who He did. got us both. I was like, oh, and he got Chad. Dave, maybe it's Dave, and it was Deli the whole time. That is the ultimate roast. This guy is a puppet master. That is some roast beef, and I fucking love it. Clap it up, Del. Is it fair to say that Deli is leading the the beef house rumble delhi is leading the beef house of of all beef houses oh okay there's no one has the beef verse he just got four people in one stroke yeah who's ever done that this is clearly easy for him Um, (laughs) comes way more naturally than building a fantasy roster which we'll get to shots fired okay (laughs) Uh, let's move into the next uh, next little thing we want to go over here. We want to talk stacks. Yeah, we're going to talk stacks. We're talking stacks. And no, I don't mean bills on bills or rubber bands. What do the kids say? Okay, so you guys remember week one. I didn't even understand what a stack was. Cut to week two. I'm developing all sorts of stack terminology, left it, and right, it's aren't ar- I? It's arguable that you still don't understand what a stack is, but you're participating and, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like that, you know, kid who's, you know, not really following along in class, oh, I'm but, following. I but get he's nodding and smiling, so yeah. we think he's in on it. I get it. I'm he's in not it. really I in on it. He doesn't know what the here. teacher's saying. Okay, well, I came up with these names, everybody. You did. Well, you're great at naming things. Yeah, uh, true. Okay. So, here we go. We've got three different kinds of stacks. Uh, as you remember, the traditional stack is having a quarterback and a receiver on the same team. As we discussed, when the quarterback throws a touchdown to the receiver... Double points for a single touchdown. That's a stack. Sure. So we're going to go through the regular stacks yeah. and rank them. Okay. Nod and smile, Kevin. I guess. We're going to go through a couple of new stacks we de- developed. Do you want to define those? Yeah. The smoke stack. Smoke stack is when you have a quarterback and a running back, and you get smoke stack points when a QB throws a touchdown to a running back, a la Aaron Jones. And the reason that's a smoke stack is because it's not really a stack. Like... They don't do that that often. You shouldn't build your team yeah, around They normally it. operate independent of each other. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then there's a super stack, which is rare. But a super stack is quarterback, wide receiver, running back. I just thought, I just thought of another. What if you have the tight end? end? Yeah. 
The Ultra, ultra Stack? Seven. Yeah, the Ultra Stack. Okay, the Ultra Stack. We don't have any of those. That's never happened. Well, I would love to see some. I'm a Dallas Goddard away from making it happen. Very attainable. Yes. And I'm a Logan Thomas away. Oh also attainable. God. So I guess that reveals the only two Super Stacks in the league. Yes. Let's uh, start there. Okay. Well, obviously, my team has Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith. Correct. A very formidable Super Stack. Yes. Powerful. It was the first super stack. The, the first there ever was. But you created your own super stack. I worked on one. mine a little bit harder, a little bit longer. Uh, I've got Taylor Heineke, QB. It's funny that you started with him. Yeah, well, let's, you start with the QB. You start with the best guy. Oh, okay. Antonio Gibson, running back. And Terry, scary Terry McLaurin, receiver. Uh, whose stack, super stack is better? Mm. Let's go position by position. Okay. Quarterback. Mine. You win. Although... Huh? Uh... You win. <laughs> Running back, Antonio Gibson. I'd say I win. Uh, not in Long fantasy term. points. Yeah, if we're looking at a two-week, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a close one. What does Miles have so far this year? More than Gibson Antonio only Gibson. has like 20 total points. Yeah, I think Miles has about 23, 24. Okay, so it's close. I like Gibson longer term this year. They're about the close. same age. That'll be, that'll be interesting. That'll be fun. Obviously, Gibson was drafted for more. And is viewed as the higher upside. Certainly the higher pedigree. But I yeah. wouldn't be shocked the way things are going if it was, I'd be shocked. Uh, if it was more close this year. I'd be shocked. Uh, I'd be and shocked. I'm going to take that one. Be I, I, it would be shocking. Okay. It'd be shocking. It'd be shocking. And uh, receiver, I'd say right in this moment, Terry is more valuable uh, in, in you know one game sort of span. Uh, you know, one year even maybe long term. Probably argue Devontae Smith has a higher upside and longer, more years ahead of him. But if we're talking right now, not Dynasty right now, I'm giving the nod to Terry also. Yeah, uh, same. But you have the biggest gap. I have the biggest gap in quarterback. And I do have more points at running back. Yeah, that one's very close. The receiver is, 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 is a Here's a big, my question. Is your smoke stack going to be in existence next it's season? It's a super stack, and the answer is super probably stack. not. Okay. So you get the nod in terms of, I'll will it be it. a stack one hey, week from today? I will take, yes. I will take the super I'll stack. give it to you as well. Super stack to Kev. We also right. had a half super stack. Uh, well, yeah, we had a smoke stack that was flirting with super stack super potential. Stack Should stack. we talk smokes? Yeah, let's talk let's smokes. Let's talk smokes. All right, okay. we've got one, two, three, four smokestacks in the league right now. Right. Active, starting, legit. Oh, can I read them? Please do. Ben Roethlisberger and Najee Harris. Jameis Winston, Malvin Kamara, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones. Wow, they're both named Aaron. Two Aarons. And Double R- smoke. Russell Wilson and Christopher Carson. Christopher Carson? Yeah, did you hear he's going by that now? Wow, I yeah. don't like that for his performance. Yeah. That seems like too many syllables. Okay. Um, anyway, I think uh, there's a very clear number one. They won a week this week, Rogers which we'll talk Jones. about. Rogers, Rogers Jones, Jones, the Aaron smoke. Yeah, uh, That's number one, no Who doubt. Who would you have next? The next one's interesting. So just for fun, the Jameis Alvin one, uh, that one's flirting with Super Stockdom uh, because that owner also has Marquez Callaway, who is right. currently not playable, but maybe someday will. Marquez Callaway Scantling? Marquez Callaway Scantling Jr., the third. Great. Yes. St. Brown. St. Brown. <laughs> They're all ending St. Brown. <laughs> yeah, but I don't wouldn't I don't think I'd put that one second. Honestly, I think I'd go Russ Carson. And then I would go Jameis Alvin. And then I would go Ben Najee. Um I don't know how to rank these ones. In a dynasty, I kinda want Najee. Kinda want Najee. I know I'm but punting you, on you lose the stack. Uh, it's no longer after a smoke. The year. Oh, of course, player, are we talking yeah. about sustainability? We're ranking smokestacks, whatever okay. that means to you. Well, the one that's going to last the longest probably is Russ and Chris Carson, I would say. And then next, probably, yeah, Jameis and Alvin. And then Ben and Najee. Jameis Alvin probably has the most points this year. And we're talking points as in Jameis threw it to Alvin. Not just uh, their own individual points. We're talking stack right, points. Right, because Russ doesn't throw to Carson. Not nearly as much. So whether you want to go with the points, Jameis Alvin, or the longevity, Russ Carson, those are your two, All three right, in I'll some go order. Jameis Alvin. Yeah, I would go. I, I, I can see both sides. And then Ben Najee, clearly just complete garbage. Well, don't, don't write them off just yet. Writing them off. Okay, regular stacks? Regular stacks. This is what people know and love. Uh, there's some fun ones in the league, honestly. Well, two of them are owned. Two of the four are owned by the same team, Nate and Don. Uh, Burrow and T. Higgins, and Lamar and Sammy Watkins. Wow, two stacks on one team. Two stacks. Flimsy stacks, though. 
Light ah. stacks. Watkins is not a starter every week. Oh, right. Sammy Watkins. Uh, and then we've got Tannehill Julio. Um, and we've got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that's the power stack. Clearly right the there. power stack. That's the one you're going to, you're going to, defense is going to go right to that one. That's, that's the one a, you're going to write home about. Yeah, that's the one you're going to be telling your grandkids about. Yeah. Like, that's the one. Yeah. That's a, it's a good stack. Okay. And then I'm going Burrow T all day long because all T Higgins does is catch fucking touchdown passes. Okay. That's okay. all he fucking does. Yeah. And I, mean, I won't hear anything else. I mean, he, yeah, okay, cool. Fine with that. And then uh, oh, Tannehill, right. Julio, I go, and then Lamar Watkins, because Watkins is not really startable in our league. He's not going to be there. Fair. Okay. And that's enough on stacks. Let's dive into the matchups. Okay. Last week was epic. I just want to say it right now. There were some epic matchups yeah, in the league. I, I agree. I had a great week. It was really good. You personally didn't, but I the league a as a whole week. had three or four matchups coming down to the wire. It was a total blast. Yeah, uh, very just, fun. Just to recap, everybody, let's go through our picks, how we did, and go through the matchups real quick. Okay, do it. I went 4-2, and two, which brings me to 4-2 and two on the season, because we didn't do this week one. Okay. Uh, I had me over Tim. Easy win. Same, I had that. Uh, I had... Uh, and then this is where it gets fun. Uh, my two losses were... Hall of Dame over Jelly. Jelly pulls that out. Yep. That was the uh, coming down to the wire. Jelly has Rogers and Jones. Jones and is down quite a bit. Yeah, like twenty. Yeah, and the other guy has Devontae. Adams. And Aaron Rodgers just threw everything to Aaron Jones and they win. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's one later. crazy. I've got your back, Hall of Dame. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I had Hall of Dame winning that. Brutal. Same. Brutal loss. Um, my other brutal, brutal loss, which isn't getting talked about enough, Menage, I had beating Browntown. Oh, yeah. Browntown pulls it off. Yeah, you were... Uh, I was in were, a huff about this you one. You were in a huff. It's great. I was in a goddamn tizzy. Yeah, you were, you were, you were something. Tizzied. Yeah, so let's hear it. What happened? <laughs> Menage's going in to Monday night. They've got... Uh, excuse me, Sunday night. They've got CEH and Ty Hill. Down 13. 14 for the win. That's it. Browntown has nothing. Yeah. Wow. CEH gets five, fumbles the game away. Mm-hmm. Ty Hill gets double teamed to, to one point. Insanity. He's not, they're not even close now. They're seven points away and they lose. Wait. Tyreek Hill had about five points. Did I flip it? Uh, yeah. One of them had five. One of them had Tyreek one. had five. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I looked this up. Don't double check. I looked this up. You're double checking anyway. I'm Folks, double checking. Double checking anyway. He double checking anyway. He doesn't believe his own co-host. What is going on? I actually on here? believe my co-host zero percent of the time. And Damn he's it. right. He's right. Okay, Tyreek with five. Sorry for the bad rating. you with one. Oh, okay. I just flipped it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, six points. They needed fourteen. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> And they lose. I feel you, menage a trois. That yeah. is fucking brutal. That's a tough loss. Um, and a, a very uh, sturdy goal line stand by the by the, yeah. the Rainey's out team. Uh, so I got that, uh, that one wrong along with the uh, Hall of Dame. Uh, my winners were also intense matchups. Smelly Pitts over Fuck Sleeper. Fuck Sleeper needed four points from MVS. Talk right. of the town. Right. Couldn't get one. Couldn't get one. Zero. Couple targets. Smelly Pitts holds on for a gross grind him out win. There were some throws to Scantling there that uh, if he caught them, it probably would have done it. He had at least three to my eye, 20-plus yard bombs, 30-plus yard bombs, where if he catches it, it's over. And he was open, and Rodgers overthrew Is Smelly Pitts a fluky 2-0? Smelly Pitts is a very fluky 2-0. I mean, they should be 1-1 probably. I think they're a middle-of-the-road team. Yeah, but every game matters. Every game matters. Well, these are the ones you got to pull out. Yeah. And they did. Yep. So good for you, Chad. So far, we're, we're, we, have, we have all the same picks so far. Yep. And then uh, coming up on the rear, the spicy, spicy matchup. We got them all, right? Yep. Calvin. Oh, dude. Oh. Alvin over. Slob on my knobbers. Slock on my knobbers. Slobberknockers FC. Slobberknockers. Slopper knobbers. This is horrible radio. FC. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, the scoreboard says one thing. It was a spiritual victory for us. Uh, if Derrick Henry doesn't have 47 points, we win big. Uh, 
Well, that's not true. Spiritually 2-0. and oh. If he has 40... We win. You win small. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If he has 40... Not yeah. his highest game of his life. Yeah. Even. By point Not one. even his best game of his we life. He's had better games. Yeah. Well, um, I don't want to get into a whole huff about that, but I let's just say I'm very happy. You're very happy. Yes. Because moral you victory. lost. Moral victory. A moral victory. Moral Taking victory. moral victory. Yeah. Taking the moral high road here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll talk We'll talk about that one more yeah. probably, right? Yeah, I guess so. I think we've got that coming up on the docket. Morally 2-0. Morally 2-0, actually 1-1. One one. Yeah. All right, should we head into this week's matchups? Uh, yes. You don't want to talk about that anymore now, right? Um, we missed one matchup, the... Allen co-host team. Oh, yes, we did. I didn't pick that one. I forgot to do it. Let's just... I would have picked Allen. Ooh, ooh. But... We're not going to count that. Okay. You're three and two then. I got distracted. Kittle uh, digs over Swift kicking the Johnson. I guess we'll just have to have you forget one, hopefully, at some point. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck with that. I wrote mine down. Yeah? Okay. Can't forget. Okay, next segment. This week's matchups. Okay. Ooh, I have my picks. You got your picks? Yeah. Where do you want to start? You want to start you or me? We'll start with me. Let's start with you. I have me at the top. Slobberknockers FC yeah. against 301 Stuart Bad Boys, yep. Tim's team. I've got the Slobberknockers here. Um, tough break for us catching Fields when he finally gets promoted, but I think we're a better team. And uh, I like where we're at this week. I've got the Slobberknockers by a good healthy margin. Two reasons. One, I think this Tim team is a bottom two team in the league. I just don't like it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think it's a lot of reliance on James Robinson, Josh Jacobs, guys I don't trust. Rondell Moore is really cool, but he's going to boom and he's going to bust. And two running backs, I've said this all along, that don't catch passes. They're limited in our league. And I like them both, but they don't catch passes. That's reason number one. Reason number two, you've got your super stack. You go as your super stack goes. And we have a good matchup. And you've got the Dallas fucking Cowboys on Monday night and their Swiss cheese, shithole, ass cheeks defense. I hope we at least get a fun game out of that. They are going to change your diapers. Lots of points. Lots of points. Wait, why would they? Who's changing whose diaper? They are going to have to change your diaper. Uh, Who's they? The Cowboys are going to have to change your diaper. And I don't like it. Uh, That's a shout out to Tom Segura, by the way, for anybody who's not listening. Uh, They're (laughs) fucked, is what that means. Okay. And I like it for you. Okay. All right, cool. We're agreed. Let's Um, go to mine. uh, Or should we wait? Because it's the matchup of the week. Yeah, let's, I had it at the end. It's the matchup of the it's week. It's at the bottom we'll of my screen. Let's wait. I go this new, I go Our screens order. are all different, though. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. But You I, see yours at the top, whoever you right, are. Right, but is the rest of the order the same? My second one is Menage against Fuck Sleeper. That's what I have, too. Yes, yeah, so the rest is the same. Okay. <laughs> all right, I've got a big get-right win for Menage here after the brutal loss last week. I think they put I, up some serious points. I also have that. I don't think that team goes 0-3. I think it's good enough. Um, I also think... That sleeper is starting Demetric Felton, and uh, no, they're not. Yes, and uh, David Njoku, and also Sammy Watkins, <laughs> and those are all just disasters. Okay, for me. yeah, big reliance on the stack there. Yep. All right, next one uh, we had Chad Team Smelly Pits mm-hmm. against um... Brown Town. Okay, uh, who do you have in this one, Ari? I have Brown Town. Over Smelly Pits. Ooh, we got an upset. We've got disagreement on this one. This one's an upset. Yeah. Smelly Pits projected to win by nine. Oh, are they? Interesting. Uh, yeah, eight. Yeah, I'm going with Smelly Pits. Uh, I think they're onto something here, and they they keep pulling out wins, tight little wins, and I think they're going to pull out another tight one here. I think the Deontay Johnson question mark is huge. If he plays, I see why they're favored. If he doesn't, big difference in the matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like. Uh, I like some of the matchups on Browntown more. I think Herbert against Kansas City goes mm-hmm. off. Um, I mean, Hopkins against Jacksonville and t- uh, A.J. Brown against Indianapolis. Yep. Some juice boxes there. Yeah, but they, they are starting Sony Michelle and Devin Singletary. Sony Michelle is probably going to have a good game. He's starting, no? Uh, is Daryl playing? Daryl has Then they'll been... swap him out. I assumed he was 
No, Daryl's questionable, but he's on track to play. Okay. Well, that maybe changes my prediction. And that's truly. also against the Buccaneers. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a not, tough a, not a matchup any running back should be No, playing. that's a tough matchup. I agree. It's not a great thing. Uh, Singletary's solid. He's a solid has guy. Has he been doing well? Yeah, yeah. He had a huge touchdown last week. Moss is one touch. He fumbled. He's like you know, basically oh, toast. Moss is in the doghouse. Moss in the doghouse. Okay, next matchup. Doghouse. We will go to Swift Kick in the Johnson against Team Cutler and Sice. Swift kick in the Johnson against Team Color Insights. It's just Jelly Deli. I've got Swift kick over Jelly Deli. Yeah, I do too. I don't think this one's going to be particularly close. Actually, they changed their name, by the way, to Kicker Lives Matter. Okay. Um, disagree. Hard disagree. I love not having kickers. Fuck that. Okay, no kickers. Uh, but yeah, I unfortunately think Kicker Lives Matter is the worst team in the league and don't particularly like their chances. Worse than Tim's? I think it's worse. I think Tim's is second worst, and this is my least favorite. Okay. Um, great. But it's Let's close. Not spend too much time there. Uh, the, the next the trash one I have, cans. Okay, yeah. we have Dame time against or Hall of Dame against Do Not Kittle Diggs. Who's your pick? Kittle Diggs is a slight favorite. I'm going Kittle Diggs. I'm I going like Dame time. Ooh, upset. Yes, upset. There, if that team goes zero and three, it's got to be a fire sale. Coach has to be fired. Like, that's a travesty. Let me tell you what. That team is ripe for a fire sale. That team, is, that, that is first coach fired right there. Yep. I mean. And they've got some juicy pieces to sell. They've got Stafford. They've got Kelsey. They've got Robbie Anderson. They've got OBJ. They've got Kirk. Those guys would all fetch a decent haul yeah, for a team trying to win. like third or fourth round picks, and they Ooh, should definitely do it. Travis Kelsey? <laughs> all I heard was Robbie Anderson. Well, that was like the third name I said. Okay, let's not get into details here and keep moving. Let's not count names. Who's next? You, matchup of the week. Hello? Did you get them all? No, you're up. That was the last one. Yeah, now uh, it's you. Matchup of the week? Yeah, matchup of the week. Who do you got? Uh, so I looked at this one pretty, pretty, uh, pretty intently. Uh, I wanted to go with Jeremy because... Because you his, hate when I succeed, it, no, as his, we've covered in this podcast. Because his team technically beat mine last week, and I feel like I owe it to him to pick his team. However, when I looked even a little bit more closely, he had really hard matchups, and you had really good matchups. So I'm going with you in what is projected to be an even matchup because of the matchups. Projected even. I will never pick against my team. You have softer matchups than him. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick my team every time. Okay. Unless something happens. Okay. Like, I love my team. I'm picking me. So, yeah. But it should be a fun one. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, that was my cl- toughest pick of the week, but the matchups weren't really that close in terms of uh, caliber of defenses that you're going up against. I thought similarly. Okay. Let's uh, move to the next segment, um, League Directory. This is something we put together so people can make trades and stuff and share a little bit about themselves. Uh, feel free to go on the League site and input your name, your hometown, your major, etc. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you have everybody's number at that point to be put in the group. It's in the Google sheet for anyone who's yeah, not paying attention. Little PSA for everybody there. I actually saw some pretty good fun facts in there. Did you see any of those uh, yet? I haven't read any, no. Mm, someone uh, should – you guys should check out the fun facts. Oh, good stuff in there. Oh, God. No, don't worry about it. Just good fun facts. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. Now comes, I think, maybe your favorite segment. Every night at 3 a.m., I sneak into Kevin's room and dump a small box filled with tiny spiders into his bed. Shh, don't tell him. Who wrote that? Dude, that's you. What no, no, no. Okay. I didn't. Someone must have put that oh, in there. Put that in there. Okay. Somebody must have put that in there. Okay. Dude, that sucks though. Whoever's been doing that to you. Yeah. Jeez. You've been waking up with spiders in your bed and you had no idea why. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's where they're all coming from. That's where they're coming from, dude. All right. Okay. What's next? Ari's injustices and Kevin's crimes against humanity. Yeah, I got a bunch. I've got yeah. Well, you pretty much live your life as if somebody has just committed a crime against you. Pretty much. You're always the victim, and you love to play that card. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Actually, probably in this section. Okay. It will tail off very nicely. Okay. Do you want to go first, Mister? Every day there's a crime against me. Yeah, sure. Guy. The Derrick Henry thing was ridiculous. 47 points. Come on. All in the second half? Come on. Here's another crime against humanity. TJ Hawkinson should have brought me all the way back for the technical victory in the site where I would have more The site victory. Yeah, the site victory. Where we count the the wins. The moral victory was already sealed up. 
But the game, it started raining in the fourth quarter, seriously, so Jared Goff can't throw the ball. Like, that was a done deal, folks. How does a 120-point um, week automatically mean you have a moral victory? Uh, and it was 140-something. I meant before Hawkinson. Oh, uh, don't worry about that. I mean, was, <laughs> you was, said it was going to happen easy, before easy Hawkinson. Pencil him in for 20 every week. Oh, pencil him in. Uh, and then Penn, maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll give a Hall of Dame a shout-out here. That Aaron Jones thing was not cool. I thought, I thought that was excessive. Uh, I'm not cool with that. That was uncool. Two receiving touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Devontae yeah. Adams doesn't find the end zone. Like, even, like, if it's two rushing and one receiving, all right, that sucks. He like, might have even had a second rush. He might have had four total touchdowns. I don't know about that. But, okay, Th- those are all my uh, crimes against humanity. Uh, I want to talk about your first one a little bit, the Derrick Henry piece. Yeah. Watching you, knowing who you are, I've got a theory I've been working on, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Sure. And it really everyone else's. I think Kevin, as we talked about you know, playing the victim card, it's a big part of your game here. I think you, Disagree. deep down, would rather be have a crime against humanity committed against you, that is Derrick Henry scoring basically 50 points and you losing. I think you'd rather have that so you can do what you do, so you can play the victim card, so you can have a public tantrum about said thing. I think you'd rather do all of that than actually win the game. Mm. In fact, I'm certain that are that's you, the are case. You, are you done? I'm certain. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, I disagree. I vehemently but, but, disagree. But seriously, you love a PT. I do not love a PT. You love a public tantrum. I do and not. And there's nothing better than a 50-point second-half burger to set off a tantrum. Yeah, that's more than a burger. I, I'm not into that. So that's it. That's it. I disagree. Okay, I've got an I've got an injustice. <laughs> I've got an injustice. Uh, another one actually related to you, and I don't mean to be picking on you, but this is critically important that everyone understands. Let's hear it. Rams Colts. Oh. Everyone in the room's got Rams minus three and a half. Everyone in their mother's got Rams minus three and a half. This is an easy win. Everyone's gonna cut. Everyone's gonna cover. Everyone's yeah. gonna be happy. And uh, I believe it's early third quarter. Rams go up. Uh, 11. Okay. Is it 11? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. It was a big number. It was double digits, but it wasn't outrageous. There was a lot of game left. And Kevin turns to me and he goes, wow, I really didn't think this win would be so easy. And I'm like, dude, what? It's the third quarter. It's a two-score game. That's impossible to say. You can't say that. Immediately, the Colts tie the game over the next half hour of real time. We finally get back to the point where... The, the the Rams have, I believe it's tied at this point, and the Rams are punting, but we're still feeling pretty good. No, the Rams are up four. Still feeling pretty good. Colts. Did you watch the game? They're punting. Get on with it, sir. Kevin goes, I'm doubling down. There's no way the Rams lose this game. The very next second... I can't even say it. It's so ridiculous. Double down. The very next second, the Rams fumble the punt, snap into their end zone. Colts touchdown. They go up three. And the game immediately slipped. Rams up four. Now they're down three. Just like that. All I will say, my only comment, for those of you accusing me of being a musher or a mush, this this proves the opposite. Uh, I'm very, very confident about that Rams team. And they did win the game. This was a goddamn injustice. Did they win the game? The Rams won the game, but okay. they did not cover. Okay. They did not cover. Okay. None of us win. Okay. Your fault. All right. Jinx. I accept the responsibility. I accept the responsibility. You have to. Fine. The second one, if you did, only did the first one. I'm publicly accepting responsibility. Perfect. That's all I wanted to hear. Okay. Should we do a mic now? Yeah, let's do it. Is this monologue Mike? This is monologue Mike. Is this Mikey Marks? Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I, I didn't um, prepare a speech or anything. I'm going, I'm going off the hip, but I, uh, you know, I have a lot of thoughts. All right, uh, why don't you set them up here, R? Okay, we're not recording yet, Mike. By the way. No, we are. Okay. Oh, we are recording, Mike. You're alive on the pod, Mike. Welcome to the Bruce Brothers Power Hour. It's an honor to be here. Really happy to have you. Uh, goes by many names, uh, mostly. Michael B. Moles, Michael Bagels, Margolis. Oh, you recorded that? Yeah. 
Oh, perfect. Uh, okay, so Mike, what do you got for us? Listen, everybody needs to calm down about Zach Wilson. Okay, I will be the first to admit that it was an awful start. Well, yes, you have to have no eyes to be able to to not be able to admit that. The last two throws or interceptions that he threw, I have no idea what the man was looking at, but. Let me rationalize it a little bit for a second. The, he's just a kid, you know? He's, he was trying to make something happen. Listen, what, is it the best idea to try to make something happen and throw up some moon balls 30 yards down the field on second down against the New England Patriots? Probably not, but I'm not going to blame the kid. The fact is, his top receiver on Sunday was Braxton Berrios. I don't know what was going on with Jamison Crowder, but he wasn't playing, coming back from COVID. He would have helped way more than Braxton Berrios did. I don't know why they won't play Denzel Mims, but he's like six foot four, two 230 pounds, and runs a 4-3-40. And for some reason, they won't put him in the lineup. Where was Corey Davis in all this? You know, Corey Davis, they had great chemistry during the preseason. The Big week one. so great right now. My issue is more with the situation that the coaching staff is putting the kid in, right? They're putting, they're keep leaving him in the pocket. They're trying to have him throw the ball down the field without that much time. Our receivers aren't necessarily great at getting open. I thought with this Lafleur Sala combination, we were going to get some kind of Shanahan type offense. You know, a lot of zone reads, a lot of pre-snap motion, play action bootlegs, roll guys out. If that's, and that's the offense that we showed in the preseason. If they were to stick to that offense, I think that they'd be in business. You know, Zach Wilson, when he was at BYU, had an incredible offensive line, never had a hand in his face, and was able to just drop dimes from the pocket. And when they rolled him out, though, that's where you really saw the NFL potential. The kid still has a rocket arm, right? He, if you watch the second half against Carolina, which is a really good defense, you'll see tonight, I hope, because I have them in every single survivor pool. So if they lose, this is going to seem really embarrassing. Agree. Um, they, uh, Carolina, which has a good defense and got good pass rush, if you watch him in the second half, you know he was making great decisions. He was decisive with the ball. And there were even moments in the Patriot game in the uh, third quarter when they ended up going down and kicking a field goal for some bizarre reason. Um he checked out of a uh, uh, draw play that they had uh, drawn up, right? He read the pressure. He d- dropped a strike to Corey Davis on the left sideline, and it was a great pass. I have a lot of faith in the kid. Josh Allen, first, sta- uh, first start against the Patriots, he threw three picks. I want to say that Patrick Mahomes threw a couple picks in his first start against the Patriots. I don't think that we should be taking away... Like, this guy is an absolute total bust. If you look at what Phil Belichick said after the game, he still thinks he has a bright future. There's a lot of, uh, you know, scuttlebutt rumors, things like that on the interwebs that Zach Wilson was actually Belichick's number one choice, but he just didn't have the opportunity to go up and get him, and Matt Jones was his number two. I heard similar things about, uh, about Shanahan. So, you know, I still think that evaluation is, uh, is accurate. You know, I'm a little concerned that of this this Joe Douglas that you guys are very familiar with. I'm a little concerned that uh, of his nine draft picks from the last couple of years, eight of them were inactive uh, going into Sunday's game. Obviously, some of that is some injury concerns with Beckton and, and stuff like that. But, you know, it's a lot of uh, inactive players, so I, I don't really trust his draft history. But I think that, you know... It's, if anything, and you, you know, I, I hate to admit this, but you might be starting to see this with Sam Darnold. If anything, it's much more Jets. Bingo! I was hoping you'd but, say it. But that doesn't mean that they. It's they're on the right track. Joe Douglas, good guy. He, if, I think he makes good decisions. Robert Sala. Love him. All gas. No brakes. Shiny head guy. Tons of energy on the side. Mike, is he the right head coach for for Zach Wilson? I have no idea. But, you know, the offense that I've seen when they 
try to put in the Shanahan type stuff like it makes sense. I just think that they don't have the skill guys and the offensive line to really make that happen yet, and it might be a two- or three-year project. But, you know, I know my awful teams, right? I know my You're an expert. I know my Jets. I know when things are going on the right track, when when they're making wise decisions and they have a bright future. And I say with the utmost confidence that the Jets right now are essentially where the Knicks were when in the early Leon Rose days. And I have Oh nice. On their way to no playoff wins and playoff series wins. Awesome. Listen. That's really exciting. The the That's something to get excited about. We're projected to win twenty five games and be one of the worst teams in the NBA. Okay? This is not turning into a Knicks podcast. It's not turning into a Knicks podcast. You know, training camp in a week, you know, have you, I don't know if you've seen the Julius Randle videos, but my man is looking great. We, we love Julius like, Randle. We're doing Nick stuff, the, aren't we? Yeah, we're not doing Nick stuff. Mike, the okay. problem with Zach Wilson is not Zach Wilson. The problem with Zach Wilson is he's on the Jets. You do a two- to three-year project with a guy back there who's getting ran around, can't get his head straight, doesn't understand the playbook, doesn't digest things well, and all of a sudden it's over for him. And that's where this is headed. I'm a little concerned that I'm making this speech before we go to Denver. (laughs) What could go wrong? Could he throw five picks? He certainly could. He has a lot of experience playing in altitude. Yeah, against, like, uh, D3 players. That is quite the factoid there, Mikey boy. (laughs) All right, Mike. We're going to cut you off here, Mike. Mike, good monologue. I appreciate that was off the cuff. Uh, any parting words for the for the folks on the air here? I mean, I don't want to plant my flag in the Jets are a good team right now. They stink. <laughs> They're the Jets. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, every, every year there's a worst to first, right? Oh, God. If next year it's the worst to first year for the Jets. Just putting that out there. Oh boy, I'm We're glad you gave yourself 16, some leeway. One in sixteen to twelve and five—that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that has never happened. <laughs> good, <laughs> good hearing from you, Mike. All right, Mikey. Thanks for the call. All right, love you guys. Love you too, Bob. Bye bye. Okay, hopefully everybody uh, is still listening. Where are we at? I wouldn't blame you if you skipped through that. But here we are. Um, we're bouncing into something pretty hilarious. I don't know if anyone caught this, but Don went through and gave all of his players nicknames, which you can do in the Sleeper app. Yeah, kind of a weird feature, but... A weird feature that it was built for Don. Yeah, this is perfect. If anyone doesn't know Don, this is the feature for him. Yeah, let's hear him. There's some pretty hilarious ones, uh, and the best part is how frequently he repeated one that ended up really fucking him, but... He's got Lamar Jackson, Miss Jackson, Lamar, you, dot, 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 dot. He's got Dalvin Cook, holla up, why? Yeah. Demetric Felton did not get one. He oh, was on the team not, not last year. wasn't one. on the last year. Right. Then he's got his series of uh, official beasts. <laughs> he's got CeeDee Lamb, official beast. He's got Damian Williams, official beast. He's Bold. got... David Johnson, official beast, and <laughs> Jameson Crowder, official beast, and last but not least, uh, his famous Marquez Valdez Scantling, talk of the town, who couldn't get him four points for the win, the final official beast. That is not officially beastly, I would argue. <laughs> and then the very last hilarious one uh, is Alan Lazard, who is just a beast, <laughs> not officially, unofficially a beast. Great job, Don. <laughs> Yeah, should we change uh, Beef of the Week to Official Beast of the Week? We might have to. Yeah, I kind of like, like that. that. Uh, you mean change it from Bruise Brother of the Week? Yeah, Beef of the Week. Perfect segment. Bruise Brother of the Week, who you got? Got a lot of positive feedback this week on Beef of the Week. Thanks, everybody, for texting me directly. I haven't uh, heard about any of that. And I think we keep it going, Beef of the Week. Nor seen uh, the tape. Uh, my Beef of the Week goes to Trent Williams, left tackle of the 49ers. Uh, there's a video on Twitter of him just absolutely 
tossing an Eagles pass rusher to the ground. I think it was Sweat. Do you know who it was? I don't. You're texting. No, I'm not. You just sent a text. I'm doing work. Okay, well, that's a text. Uh, no, I don't know who he threw to the ground. Okay. It's well, your he, beef. Number 75, he threw him to the ground. Oh, that's Sweat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. It was, uh, it was, it was big time. It was that's like, brutal. Wow, he is a beast. I've got the Ravens' big uglies, the whole front line, just putting the Chiefs' D-line in body bags. They were Some of them were backups, and they were just running it right down their throat. Massive holes. They had no idea where the ball was going. It was beautiful to watch. Just a big, gigantic ball of beef in unison. All I know is Ronnie Stanley, right? Don't think he's on the team right now. Ronnie he's, Stanley? He's hurt. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Alejandro Vill- nope. Alejandro Villanueva is playing. And oh. He's on like his third or fourth team at this point. Wow. Uh, don't think Marshall Yanda. Marshall Yanda retired long ago. Okay. Well, that's it for that segment. A bunch of unknown guys. Okay. Pretty cool. Um, cool. Well, where are we off to now? We're heading to my favorite segment, the Jack Off of the Week, named after our favorite coach, Hugh Jackson. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is for the coach blunder, the biggest coach blunder, and there is a good one every week. Uh, This one was epic. Epic. Never seen anything like this. Houston Texans. I'll set the scene. Houston Texans playing the Cleveland Browns. Second quarter, tie game. Houston is hanging with them. It was a double-digit spread. Third and 15... Texans pick up 13 yards to make it 4th and 2. There's a penalty. Offsides. Texans can choose 4th and 2 from their own like 40 or 45. Or they can uh, take it 3rd and 10, take another shot. Their own like 35, 40. But it's 3rd down, right? Obviously, you would rather the 3rd and 10 and have a chance. Or... If you're going to take the 4th and 2, take the penalty, and uh, not, not take the penalty, go 4th and 2, you're going to go for it then, obviously, right? David Culley, first-time head coach, so maybe this is it, takes the penalty, 4th and 2, punts the ball away. Oof. Oof. Are you kidding me? Ah. Uh, what is that? Yeah. That's Hugh Jackson shit. That's a disaster. That's Kev- tough. They, they panic Kevin Savansky, he's just literally laughing. He's just like, what? He was what? laughing? He was, like, exasperated. He couldn't believe it. Wow. But he was happy. Yeah, I mean, that's like... Could you imagine somebody doing that in Madden against you? You would feel amazing. I would be trash-talking the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Okay. You'd call him Hugh. Hugh. He would have no idea. You'd be calling him Hugh all night long. <laughs> you suck, Hugh! You'd really have him uh, the upper hand on him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He wouldn't get it at all. Okay. Well, it looks like you have another one here, too. Nah, we don't have to do that one. It's not Save as good. It? Okay. I didn't have any because I uh, wasn't really seeing any bad coaching. You don't really pay that close of attention, though, so that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, you know, You're more worried about your next public tantrum. Where can that come from? What can I whine about next? Uh, Ooh, woe is me. That's how you think. Do you even like me? <laughs> uh, I'll plead the fifth. All right, on to the next one. <laughs> Wise man of the week goes to... Are you going to finish that or no? You want me to do it? I'm teeing it up for you. Okay. He's uh, your relative. Stats, my soon-to-be brother-in-law, Kavan, coming in hot with a 5-0 spot. Wow, 5-0. Just laying the dick right on the table. On Bam! A, on a tough week, too. Tough week, 5-0 Kavan. Hells yeah. Good work, buddy. I'm pretty sure you're not listening, but if you were... Kavan's not listening? Give me a shout-out. I don't know if Kavan's listening, but if he is, text me Gumbo. And I'll know. <laughs> Just one word. Weenie of the week. Unfortunately, this is sad for us. Oh, this um, is sad. Because he made his big podcast debut on the pod last week. Uh, he, big... got it, he got in over his head. <laughs> it seems he like he might have been out was, over his skis. He was rolling with the pros, and yeah. then he, was like, he was trying to throw some stuff around. It's not and... so easy to do what yeah, we do. Back on the bench. You think you yeah. could do what we do? Why do you think he's not here on this podcast? Yeah. Well, this yeah. is why. He's our weenie of the week. 0-4, big, sexy, handsome, smart, Uncle Al's bet of the week failed, as did his other three. Ouch, bang. Coolness can only get you so far. And Uncle hots yeah. and smarts can only get you so far. <laughs> and the hots. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the hots, yeah. Uh, and then some pool stats real quick for everybody who's listening. Biggest winner, 10, uh, 8, excuse me, 10 people had Denver beating Jacksonville. Pretty big winner. 
Okay. Uh, nobody had the other uh, end of that bet. It was a clean sweep. Pretty cool. Uh, biggest loser, Kansas City again. 13 idiots had Kansas City. Minus three and a half over the Ravens. Yeah. Everyone picks Kansas City. It was one of our best bets. It lost. Way. <laughs> they lost outright, too. They lost outright. And I'm glad. I'm glad when a team that I picked to cover doesn't cover that they lose. Really? Because I think the opposite. Really? Yeah, because especially if it's a low number, I'm like, oh, I was right on it. I knew that they were going to win. I got that right. Yeah. Just didn't win by enough. But it's like usually they're just playing horribly if that happens. And it's you don't want to reward a team. For the Chiefs hard. had that game in the bag and just had no interest in yeah, winning. They didn't deserve to they win. They had the no game. interest in winning. Yeah. Yeah, that was the biggest loser. Um, and let's go over our best bets. Recap. I went 0-3. So if you were fading me, congratulations on your big week last week. <laughs> I wouldn't do it again. Ooh. I had the skins, which I'm just going to keep calling them that because they have not given us a name, and it is over a year now. It's the football team, bro. Ridiculous. Uh, over the Giants, that didn't cover. They won but didn't cover. Same with the Rams, won but didn't cover. Uh, <laughs> see, that's why I fucking... I was on it! Yeah. And uh, Kansas City. I had Kansas City also lost. Rams also sadly lost. That's 0-2. But, as everybody will hear from the last podcast, I got my Giants bet correct over these two guys. That both was a good picked, call. Both picked Washington. Uh, Danny Dimes played great and can't covered believe that. on the road. I can't believe they scored 29 points. Nuts. Well, that was a one and two week for me. Not happy about it. Uh, we'll do better this week. Yeah, I mean, you should have been two and one. I should have been one and two. All you had to do was not claim victory of the Rams <laughs> game in the third quarter and then not double down with that victory I in the end of the third took quarter. responsibility. It won't happen again. Let's rehash it. Uh, best bets this week. Okay. How do you want to do it? One, Let's pick the Thursday the game. We always do the Thursday game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Thursday. do the Thursday I gotta game. Pull up my bets. I'm gonna turn. turn pull up your Thursday game. Yeah. I'll give us started. I'm going with the long neck Sally, Austin Davis, Davis long neck Sally, Davis Mills, Austin Davis. Who's Austin Davis? Austin Miles Davis, Miles Davis, Miles, Miles Austin. I'm going with the Texans plus eight. That's how, oh, and that's Miles how Austin played for the Cowboys. Miles Austin gets the win. Ah. Plus eight on the road at... No, they're at home. Home against Carolina. Yeah. Okay, well, I obviously have the other side of that bet. Woo! Uh, far better roster against a far worse roster. Rookie quarterback making his first start. And a badass defense. Yeah, and it's a primetime game. Uh, short week as well. Taking Banking on the jitters. Could look stupid, but... It's a big number. It's a I, big old number. Panthers are two and zero. They might be three and zero. I and I've said all year I believe in this team, and this is a game they should win. I think the Panthers win for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think just they should think they win by, by ten to fourteen points. They should, yeah. But I'm going with that big ass neck. It's a big number for it's a big, big neck. neck. Okay. Uh, okay, my other two. Um, I've got Chicago plus seven and a half in Cleveland. Oh wow! Cleveland's all banged up. Fields all banged up. Fields first start. I think they're frisky. I think. That they definitely might lose, probably lose, but I think it's a really good game down Taking the, the points. Taking the points. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I don't have that one, either side of it. Uh, my other bet is uh, Buffalo at home, minus 7.5 against the Washington Taylor Heineke's. Botch uh, job. I, I don't believe on that quarter in that quarterback or that offense, frankly, going on the road against a Buffalo team that seems like they're kind of putting it together and kind of working out a preseason mode. I think Josh Allen puts up points, takes care of business. I don't think uh, Washington's defense is all it was advertised to be. Could be wrong. This could be a scrappy, low-scoring game, and I look stupid by taking by you know taking such a giving such a big amount of points. But betting on the talent here. There you go. I'm going uh, my next one, my last one. Baltimore minus eight at Detroit. Woo. I know I've kind of trashed the Ravens on this pod to this point. I still don't love them. I'm impressed by them, considering all the injuries and what John Harbaugh's been able to pull together. I'm honestly like, tip my cap. I had that run wrong. I don't like Detroit. I just don't. Yeah. And I'm betting against it. Give me under double digits all day long. Okay. Uh, so this would be a good time to, I will give Uncle Al one more chance. He texted this bet in. He wanted oh, no. it on the air. He oh, is God. Taking Can I De- take that back? He's taking Detroit plus oh, eight. Perfect. Detroit go. plus eight uh, against the Ravens. Oh, fuck yeah. At home. So you guys are going head to head. I feel really good now about that one. About the oh, Stinky oh, Al? Stinky Al. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's that's a little fun there. And, and my last one, I said I wasn't going to do it again, but I'm back for more, baby. Raiders minus three and a half at home against Miami. Oh, my God. He loves betting on the oh Raiders. Oh, my God. I can't shake it. I mean, I said I would never do it again, but no Tua, east to west, a Raiders team that's got some pep in their step. I don't know. Three and a half doesn't feel like that much. I feel like I would have done it four and a half, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going Raiders. I like the Dolphins in that one, but it's not one of my best. You bets. think Jacoby Brissett keeps it close? I think it's just cl- yeah, I think it's a good game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big Jacoby Brissett guy. Here. No, I like the Ra- the Miami Dolphins defense. Is what okay. I like. Yeah. Okay. But no, it's not like one of my it best more bets. More or less than Pittsburgh. I'm probably staying away from that one. If I had to pick it, I'm saying I'm going Miami, but I don't like it. Do Do you like the Dolphins defense more or less than Pittsburgh's? Pittsburgh defense minus T.J. Watt, Joe Hayden, and Devin Bush. I would probably go Miami defense. Hmm. Okay. Fully health, fully healthy Pittsburgh defense. I'm mm-hmm. going Pittsburgh. Okay, well, that's it for best bets. That's it for best bets. That's all I got on my uh, outline here. Outline is Mr. over? Mr. Kevin. Oh, here's uh, we have my segment. You got your surprise segment, right? And listen to this. I mean, this is pretty, pretty not exciting, but it's been two weeks. Well, that's a lead up. Prime overreaction time for everybody. I think after three weeks, you at least have a little bit yep. of conviction of things, how the things have trended. You have... Oftentimes, two good games, one bad game. Three good games, you know somebody's pretty good. Two bad games, one good game. You really need to see it week four. Three bad games, the guy probably isn't that good. I'm going to run through a bunch of players that have, are, have either been one and one, uh, and they're one and one with one good game, one bad game. High-profile players, or players that have had two bad games. And I want you to give me, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how concerned you are. Okay. Uh, ten means most concerned. Uh, one means least con- least amount. Of is concern. it only negative? Is there any like good games that I think are flawed, or we're just doing we're just doing? I'm just ho- going to say y- you should be operating from the perspective of where they were valued at the draft. So these are all lower. Games. These are all underperformances to this point. Yes. Okay. Cool. To a degree, some people have had one good game, one bad game, and for example, sure. Najee Harris has had a great game and a bad game, and right. then I see what I you're saying. Say, I just meant there's me- no alternative side of this. Sure. You're not going to do the nope. Low, low guys who had good games that you believe or not. No, no, Just no, making sure. No. Yeah. Perfect. These are all high-profile guys. Ready? We're going to go through it lightning round, and uh, we'll see what And I'm do. going, one is, I think... Not concerned at all. Not concerned at all. Ten is... Very concerned. Five alarm fire. Yes. Naked shit fire <laughs> alarm. Potentially. Okay. Uh, okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Najee Harris. And this is related to his ADP for the season? Is it like a dynasty thing? Just are you concerned or not? No, one. Okay. Jonathan Taylor. I didn't love him. I thought he was overvalued to begin with. Um, But I guess if I'm going by what everyone else valued him as, uh, yeah, I'd be pretty concerned. I'm going to go with a seven. Okay. I don't think he's that good. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Seven also. Saquon Barkley. Uh, six. Okay. Antonio Gibson. Three. Okay. Brandon Ayuk. We're moving to receivers now. Yep. Four. Okay. Allen Robinson. Mediocre to date. Two. Okay. Uh, AJ Brown. One good game, one bad game. Two. Uh, DK Metcalf. Mediocre. Two. Okay. And maybe even a one. Okay, and last one I have George Kittle. Two, four, four. Okay, all right. That's all I had. That's good. I like that. Yeah, it's fun. Lightning round. One, one more. Derrick Henry. Zero. Zero. (laughs) Okay. I mean, one. Okay. Concern for what? Him not scoring fifty again? Yeah, he might not score fifty again, but. The guy's clearly going to have a huge year again. A lot of tread on those tires. Yeah. I thought we are talking this year. Yeah, I didn't just, do Dynasty. Just everything. Mind. Uh, yeah, that's that's hard to do. Yeah, I was people. mixing and matching. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all we have. For some people? You just for some people, me. <laughs> for some people? You just for some people, me? I for some people, you. You're God, that hurts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that's it for the Bruce Brothers Power Hour. We're coming in at under an hour this week, so we're giving you some time back on your calendar. Congrats. Use it wisely. All right. Bang. Bang.